It's us again. The Bad Buds are back. If you're joining us for the first time, hi, I'm Em. I'm Tima, and welcome to Bed Buds. Where we explore and react to the wildest stories from our friends and the internet. Mm-hmm. And if you joined us last week for our mystery teaser, you're going to love this one. We're going to dive a little deeper, get into the creepy, the spooky, all of the ghostly, ghastly stuff. Yeah, we're here. We're in the spirit. We love Halloween on this pod. So uh, buckle up and get ready to get spooky with us. All right. So I actually have a personal ghost story. Let's hear it. Yeah, I talked about it a little bit last week. Um, I don't know. I get like nervous to talk about it because I'm afraid people won't believe me because like I said before, I used to be a huge skeptic, so I know how it sounds when someone tells a ghost story and you're like, what? That's crazy. But this, I swear this did happen. I believe you. I promise. <laughs> Thank you. Um, yeah, so I used to live in Ecuador right before the pandemic. I was there for about a year and I was teaching at a school and I also lived at the school. So I lived in this kind of like apartment building on campus and then There was like a grassy quad park area with a playground and then the school building behind that. It was all connected. It was all fenced in too. So at night, um, they would lock the gates and no one could come in. And then if we wanted to leave campus at night, we were allowed to, but we just would have to walk by the security guard who was in like a tower, right? And he would have to unlock. So it was pretty secure. So my friend and I, uh, who I was living with, we were taking bachata classes at the time down the street. So one night we were heading out and we're walking right by the park area on campus and we both see maybe 20 feet away, but like directly in front of us, a shadowy figure. But it wasn't like a regular shadow where you can still see dimension, right? Like you can see folds in their clothes. You can see something that tells you. No, it was just like a perfect deep shadow and it had glowing yellowish green eyes. And it walked by and my friend and I, like neither of us say anything. It was really fast. And then we look at each other and we were like, did you just? Yeah. And then we look back and it's gone. And we were like, wait, 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 what just happened? You saw that too, right? And we debriefed really quickly. We had both seen the exact same thing. A shadowy figure with yellowish green eyes walking by us. We're trying to rationalize it in our heads. We're like, okay, it was probably just like the security guard walking by doing rounds. We leave, we get to the security tower. The security guard is in the tower. We ask him, did anyone come by here? No, you're the first people who've been by in a couple hours. Yeah, so we tried to put it out of our minds. We went to dance class, everything was fine. But the whole night we both were just feeling like really uncomfortable. We didn't feel a bad presence or anything. That's the thing. Like it really did just feel like a guy walking by, except if the guy was completely two dimensional and had green glowing eyes, but it felt just like a dude. And then the next morning I was in the kitchen talking to uh, one of the women who worked in the building who had worked there for like 30 years. I was talking to her and I was like, Hey, um, I like this is super weird to ask and like I'm I'm sorry if this is strange but have you heard like stories about any ghosts around here and she goes oh which one did you see what what (laughs) 
just so matter of fact, like, which one? And I was like, um, yeah, it was just like a man, uh, like a shadow man. And she was like, mm, where was he? And I'm like, well, he was like walking by this fence in the park right by where the soccer field is. And she was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I, I know that one. She's like, a man died. Um, we had a soccer game, like a parent-student soccer game a couple years ago. And one of the parents passed away during the soccer mm. game. And he, he just died on the field. Mm. Yeah. And like a couple people have seen him. This was just a couple years ago. That's so sad. So sad. But she was like, I don't think there's, like, I don't think he's dangerous. I think he's just lost. That's why you didn't feel like it was. Yeah, I didn't feel anything. And I was like, Mm -hmm. oh, that's so good. Like, okay, I'm, that's a really sad story, but I'm I'm glad like he sounds like he's a a peaceful spirit. She was like, yeah, he's not the one you need to worry about. Oh my God. (laughs) Why would she say that to you? (laughs) And I was like, which one do I need to worry about? (laughs) Like, tell me more. And she's like, well. I don't know too much because I personally haven't seen any of them, but there have been many times where I go in and clean and I set the table and I push the chairs in and then I walk into the kitchen and I hear chairs dragging Mm. like at the table I just set and I'm like, oh, they're back for dinner. And then I walk into the kitchen and no one's in there and the chairs have moved. And I was like, okay. Um, and she's like, yeah. And then there's the one that lives in the food pantry. Mm -hmm. Um, I also haven't seen that one, but I've heard it breathing and that one feels really dark. I was like, okay, good to know. And I had never paid attention like to the food pantry before because I purposefully didn't go in there. Okay. Because one time I went in there at night, like looking for just like a bag of chips. Like I felt just like chills up and down my body when I was in that pantry like literally chills like it felt so just like but at that time I didn't believe in ghosts yet and so I was like whatever like I'm just afraid of the dark randomly for the first time in my life out of nowhere but it like felt really weird in there so anyway the next day I'm like in class and I'm chatting with my students and I was like do y'all believe in ghosts (laughs) like just just curious if y'all believe in ghosts yeah um and they're like all talking about all their different experiences that they've had at the school. What? They're like, oh yeah, there's like the one that lives in the bathroom, and then there's the one that lives in the theater. No. And- <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. So did you okay, did you ask if any of them were harmed by these ghosts? No, none of them had been harmed by any okay. of the ghosts. And that was like a huge thing that made me feel better. Mm-hmm. So I was pretty scared for like a couple days. Um, and my friend and I, like I said, we like salt in every single room like it was we were very serious about it um but after a while I like started to feel fine and I was like either I made it up in my head and my friend and I just had like a shared hallucination Mm -hmm. again ever the skeptic or like it really happened but like it's chill and they're like cool ghosts okay (laughs) but then (laughs) oh no there's more Dude, so much happened at this place. Uh, so then, after a little bit of time passed, my friends and I were kind of like joking about it. Like, we we're like, this is just a funny thing that happened. And so, a bunch of us were hanging out in the park after dark, uh, just like on the swings. And I heard a whisper in my ear, like a psst. like not words or anything, just like a psst. And I was like, turned to my friend and I was like, did you say something? 
And he goes, no, I heard that too. I thought you said something. And I was like, what did you hear? He's like, you just whispered. No. I was like, no, I didn't. And then my friend across the circle goes, what just happened? Did you hear that? And I was like, no, what happened? He's like, someone just whispered in my ear. Dude. (sighs) And we were like, absolutely not. But then my other friend was like, let's just explore the school building after dark. (laughs) And we're all like, we're a little scared, but that also actually sounds really fun. Yeah. I mean, if you're together. Right. Right. If we're toge- right. That's what I was like. There's strength in numbers. Not realizing that this is like the, the beginning of like every-, every horror movie. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So we went into the school building. But I mumbled. We went into the school building after dark, mm-hmm. which we shouldn't have done because all of my students told me that it was extremely haunted. And all of my students were like, it's not a ghost. It's a demon in the school. Like, there's a ghost in the house. There's a demon in the school. Oh. And I was like, okay, how do they know that? Sure. So we're walking around the school building, and we didn't really see anything or hear anything. And then just me and one friend, like, we separated. We're geniuses. <laughs> Y'all really, like, pick the script from the yeah, horror Yeah, we are super intelligent. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> So we separated, me and one friend. So I do have a witness, right? We walked by a classroom that had a picture of like a saint. It was like a woman with a halo. Okay. And we looked inside and we looked at this woman who had this expression on her face. Like a very like demure, like sweet expression. Okay. And she literally goes... Like in like the blink of an eye. Like for one split second she goes... And she makes like a completely demonic face for a split second. And then, and then she was back to like being like polite and me and my friend, cause if I had been alone, I would have said it's, I'm playing tricks on myself. Yeah. My friend and I both looked at each other, gasped and said, did you just see that? Her face changed. And we looked back at her and she wouldn't do it again. And then we fucking booked it. Like we ran. And the whole time we were running back to the house, we literally heard footsteps behind us. No. No. It was too much. It was I would have burned the school down. <laughs> That's when you just <laughs> incinerate everything. It was so scary. So I wasn't like taking it seriously before then, even though I had mm-hmm. had all the signs and witnesses to every single thing I had experienced. I was like, yeah, I'm hallucinating. No, I did not hallucinate that. Me and my friend did not hallucinate the same thing. No. Yeah. Like <laughs> I was going to say that when it's a shared experience, yeah. it's. So much more proof that what you saw was real. Dude, it was, it was actually so scary. Damn. And also, when this was happening, I was desperate. Mm-hmm. Like, after that demon face change experience, I was literally desperate. I went from complete skeptic to like, holy shit, they're all out to get me. I'm about to die. <laughs> so I posted on my Instagram story, like, serious question. Has anybody had experience with a haunting and how did you get rid of it? And I got so many responses from people who were like yes like I've had a literal haunting like people I know like people from here or people from here people from there like so many people I know were like yeah I've had a haunting or my uncle had a haunting one of my friends from Ecuador told me about how her aunt moved into a new house okay and the first night that she slept there in that bed she lived alone she felt like a like a depression like in the bed next to her like the bed next to her like sank down and she (laughs) felt someone lay down next to her and obviously she freaked out turned on the lights no one was there and every single night this like 
ghost would come and try to sleep with her and like touch her and like breathe in her ear. And she had to move. She got to a point where she was begging the ghost. She was like, please. Oh my God. Like, I don't know who you think I am. Like, if you think like I'm your wife, like, I'm so sorry. You're confused. Like, you're confused. You're dead. Like, you need to leave. Yeah. But every single night, this ghost would lay down next to her and like try to hug her. Yo, the fact that she didn't leave the first night, she just, well, that's <laughs> she thing, stayed, though. she begged. I always think about that in horror movies. Like, when people just like deal with a haunting for 15 years. Yeah. Like, obviously, moving is not something that you can just do at the drop yeah. of a hat. Yeah, that's right? so true. That's so true. Yeah. But you know, like, I feel like a lot of those stories, when they've been living with the ghost for like 15 years, yeah. the ghost will do stuff like move things around. You know, not right. like sleep with them. Yeah. <laughs> That's a different level. Yeah. Ah, my gosh. So scary though. Yeah. Um, but I don't know anybody who has been like I don't personally know anyone who's been harmed by a ghost. Okay. I will say okay. that. Like scared shitless? Absolutely. <laughs> Had to move? Yes. <laughs> Mentally harmed? Yes. Of course. But I don't know anyone who's been. That's a lie. That's actually a lie. Someone has been harmed? I know somebody who's been scratched. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. But I didn't take it seriously. I didn't believe in ghosts yet. Okay. Um, In college, apparently my university was like one of the most haunted places, like in North America or something. Um, (laughs) You you poor thing. You're like a ghost magnet. Yeah. Nothing ever happened to me there. Uh, But I know someone who got scratched and I was like, LOL, okay. So... <laughs> How's karma treating you now? <laughs> yeah, great. Uh, haven't been haunted since, mm-hmm. like, knock on proverbial wood. But yeah. I'm glad. Yeah, thank you. But that's such a crazy experience. Yeah. I kind of, I have a story of my own. Yeah. But I wish it was like yours. No, 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 go. Every, every ghost story is valid. Okay, okay, I will. I can't really say it's a ghost story. Okay. But it's something. Um, all right so when I was 12 years old okay we moved into this house Mm -hmm. I think I was 12 maybe I was 14 who knows Uh, (laughs) it's all an illusion (laughs) it's all an illusion um this was the first time that I had a room all to myself Mm -hmm. so I was a little scared right and I remember falling asleep one night I wake up but I'm not in control of my body Oh, hell no. Not in control of my body. Oh, hell no. And it would have been fine if I was just laying in bed. No. My body was moving. No, it wasn't. Okay. <laughs> my body was moving. She gets up. She goes to my little dresser. And she starts touching this. If For the ones who are listening in right now, I'm holding like a blue shell that I've she, had for years. Yeah. She, she is me. you. Okay. <laughs> but like <laughs> she you is not me. in control. Okay. Yes, okay. I'm okay. just like not in control. Okay. And um, I start touching the shell i'm looking at it i'm analyzing it and in my head i know what i'm doing but i cannot control my body then i move to my door open my door i open it really quickly i stub my toe can't feel it but i know what happened (laughs) i love a clumsy ghost They find the ones they resonate most with. You know? She said, this one doesn't have her shit together. I choose her. Yeah. No one can blame me if she gets hurt. You know? So, all right. Stub my toe. I know it happened because I like, um, I can see like the door, like, you know, hit it and bounce yeah. off. 
Um, I'm like, all right, just stub my toe. Cool. And I'm perfectly calm during this time. I'm confused, but I'm calm. Uh huh. Walks out to my front door, turns the handle, opens the door. I walk out to the middle of the street. No, no, no. To the middle of the street. I don't know what time it was. It was just like extremely dark. Obviously, the streetlights were on, thankfully. And I'm just there staring at the street. And now, now I'm freaking out. Like my mind is freaking out. Yeah. Because this is not a dream. Yeah. I could feel how cold it is outside and how scared I was. Mm-hmm. And I remember being like, okay, I cannot freak out right now. I need to calm down. I need to calm down. And you're still in the middle of the street. I'm in the middle of the street. No control of my body. But I do feel like I can get control. Okay. Like, I, I, I kind of feel it seeping in a little bit at this point. So I'm like, I need to calm down. I really need to calm down. <clears throat> so I told myself, I need to calm down. I need to just think, okay? So eventually, I gain control of my body back. Go back inside my house. Go to sleep. Okay. All right? I don't know how I fell asleep, but I did. I wake up from that. And I'm like, no, it was probably just a dream. I look at my fucking toe. No. <laughs> I look at my toe. Was it bleeding? It was just blue and bruised. And that's how I knew everything <laughs> happened. Like all of that. Also, also another important note. When I came back in the house, I did not close the door. I didn't close the front door. Like no I was just so like, I was back to my body but i was like very out of it my, so i was just scary. telling myself like i need to go back to sleep like i wasn't even processing anything that was happening or anything that happened i didn't think about it i just went back to sleep so my mom woke up in the morning and she's like oh my god like we got robbed she was so scared oh my god and i couldn't tell her what happened yeah you just because she was freaked out yeah i just <laughs> i just had my toe i just had to like hide everything and um, once my mom found out that nothing was gone, yeah, it kind of just calmed down and everyone forgot about it. But that was a very scary experience for me. It never happened again. So I don't know what it was. Um, I, I don't like I. I am hesitant to say it was a ghost, you mm-hmm. know, but. To even have an experience. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> Okay, like, even if it was just a mental thing, right, to have that kind of experience is terrifying because when is it going to happen again? No, like, that's the kind of thing where you wish it was a ghost. Like, you hope it was Mm, a ghost. Yeah. Because if it was just you. Yeah. Like, that could just, like, awaken in you. That's so true. Not to scare you, but. (laughs) Thank you for that. Good luck. In moments of stress. (laughs) Was that this house? It was this house. It was this room. Oh, fuck. It was this room. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm leaving. <laughs> Bye. Enjoy doing the rest of the episode you know by yourself. Ghosty and me have been vibing ever since. I think she f- probably felt bad that, you know, she hurt me. So. <laughs> I love that. But I mean, she did take me out to the middle of the street. So we are, let's not badmouth her if she's still here. Oh, that's true. She's like, you want to like, do it again? I can do it again. No, okay. No, <laughs> we're going too far. Girl, it's cool. Like, we can cohabitate. <laughs> yeah, like, please don't. <laughs> I value my life. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> wait, so 
now that we know that this room is probably haunted. Probably, yeah. Would you ever, like, purposefully go to a haunted place? I think so. I, I think I still would. Yeah. Yeah, but, like... I'm kind of offended. Am I easily possessed? <laughs> Does that mean I'm like the weaker breed and that it can just I don't get know. to me? <laughs> like she wasn't even a powerful ghost. It's <laughs> like the weakest ghost out there. Sorry again. Sorry. Sorry, girl. She finally got so excited that she, she finally She's got like, someone. <laughs> this one has no backbone. <laughs> Just like a little shred of a soul. She's like, perfect. <laughs> I was 12 or 14. Oh, or 14. <laughs> Why didn't you just say 13? <laughs> because that's a false age. <laughs> it was either 12 or 14. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay, yeah. well, ghosty. Uh, don't, don't speak to ghosty. Okay, sorry. sorry Let's just ghosty. not speak to ghosty. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. yeah, I don't know if I would ever like purposefully go to a haunted place. Um, I know I've been in extremely haunted places. Like yeah. obviously the place in Ecuador. Um, like I said, my university is like one of the most haunted places. I've been to Eastern State Penitentiary mm-hmm. in Pennsylvania, which is like also one of the most haunted places in the world. Um, but I was there during <laughs> <laughs> Tell them what just happened. Uh, well, we have that on video. For those of you listening, uh, I think Fatima's ghost is trying to contact us. Possibly you. <laughs> she found a better. And she found a weaker one. <laughs> well, uh, yeah. Moving on. I guess I don't know how to recover from that. Um, Are you thinking about it now? I'm, just I'm thinking about it. Yeah. Oh, I'm thinking about it. I'm actually regretting this episode. Fully, because now I'm terrified to ever exist again. Hey, I'm fine. (laughs) We've already established you don't have a soul. (laughs) That's when it started, actually. She stole it. Okay, wait, no. Again, we're good. We're good, Gusty. We're good. Dab me up. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, we're just losing it today. Okay. <laughs> Should we move on to another yeah. story? Let's go ahead and okay. do it. <laughs> so this next one is coming from Reddit. Um, so this is coming from R slash Paranormal Encounters. This is actually my first time perusing this subreddit. I do try to stay away from the spooky outside of October. Um, so there's subreddits where people share like their best ghost stories that are like creative writing um but then there's subreddits that say specifically like this is for real ghost stories only obviously nothing is stopping somebody from going in and writing a fake story it does feel like people really do believe in these stories um so i think we're gonna choose to believe in them too yeah 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 so again this is coming from r slash paranormal encounters and it's called my dying fiance saw people i couldn't I was with my fiancé for almost 12 years before he was diagnosed with stage 4 cancer. Towards the end, he was sent home from the hospital and put on in-home hospice care. It was only a matter of time. The first night home, after everyone visiting had left, 
I was home alone with him. I could tell he was slowly losing his mind. The cancer had spread because he was saying things that didn't make sense. For example, he would pick up an imaginary item, hand said item to me, and say, here, put this in your purse. Anyways, I was sitting in a chair next to the hospice bed when he said, why is she here? While looking past me, I asked who, and he said, your gram. My grandmother lived where we lived. We moved in after she was put in an assisted living facility because she had dementia, and she passed away in 2017. I told him to follow her and see what she wanted, but he got so scared saying he doesn't want to go. The next night, sitting next to him, he asked me, who are they? I asked who, and he said, in the hallway, but nothing was there. A few nights later, he saw my grandmother again. This time, he wasn't scared, but I didn't press him further, considering his mentality was still declining, and he would easily get agitated. I remembered thinking, of all people, why is he seeing my gram and not any of his deceased relatives or friends? He passed away the next morning, holding my hand and surrounded by family. As if it, wasn't, as if it all wasn't creepy to begin with, he died on the fourth anniversary of my grandmother's death. It's been two years since he passed, and I still sense him, especially at night when I'm in bed. I feel him in the corner of the room, just watching me. Sometimes I'll say out loud, please don't scare me, and I'll feel his presence walk across the room, out the door. I have since moved, and I sense him there as well. I don't exactly see him, but I know exactly how he's dressed and how he looks now. He looks healthy again, like his old self. I'm wondering why he hasn't moved on, but my guess is he's waiting to make sure I'm truly okay and happy. Hmm. Yeah. Aww. What do you think about that? Like, what do you think about people who are about to die seeing the deceased? So, I've read a couple like that as well. Mm-hmm. And it seems like a trend mm-hmm. with people who are closer to death. Um, I actually do have one of a story coming up that kind of deals with the similar yeah. um, effect. So I think it's very possible because um, I don't think they're on the same plane anymore. Personally, I just don't. Yeah. Um, there are so many stories too of people like who are just about to die saying that they literally see the light or like they can see their own relatives waiting for them. Right. I mean, that's, I don't know. That's nice. Right. Yeah. Um, but I do agree with her. Like, I wonder why he saw her grandmother, not any of his relatives. Well, I think it's, um, I think that was like a preface to the day of his death. Yeah. Right. Because it was on the fourth anniversary mm. of her grandma's death. Yeah. So maybe that was. Oh, yeah. like maybe she was like waiting to welcome him. Yeah. Also, yeah. I mean, he did have a connection to her, right? Because they lived in her old house. Mm-hmm. So maybe she just really took a liking to him and yeah. wanted to guide him. Yeah. Mm. That's really beautiful. Yeah, that's actually. a nice thought. Yeah. Mm. I agree. <laughs> it would be a little scary to me though if my recently deceased partner were just like roaming around my room. Would it be scary or would it be comforting? I can't decide. Uh, I really can't decide. I think that's a very personal thing cuz yeah. some people have not let go of the person that they lost yeah but for me i think that would kind of hold me back from living the rest of my life and i think it would make grieving even harder thinking that like oh you know maybe i can still keep him around right even in this form and also like when you do eventually however long that takes when you do eventually move on and start seeing someone else yeah feeling like 
is he literally watching me right now? Mm -hmm. Like, and is this causing him pain now? Exactly. Like now he's unable to move on because he's literally seeing me be with someone else. Like, yeah, that would totally do a number on you. I see what you're saying. Yeah, definitely. Like you can't fully move on with your life and with other romantic partners if you're feeling guilt over like, like you said, you know, your future, your past partner watching you. Yeah. Yeah. That's complex. Yeah. Um, one of the comments does say, this is totally normal. I was an oncology nurse for years, mm-hmm. and I sat with a lot of dying people. Everyone saw someone. Some would even introduce me to the people they saw. I couldn't see them, but I could feel them. I responded as if it were completely normal. It was. And everyone was happy. Mm. So, yeah. Sounds mm. like that's a thing that happens when you're dying sometimes, yeah. as you just start seeing other people. Maybe you're like a bridge. Possibly. Almost like how a medium is, right? Mm. You're halfway between the two realms. Yeah, that's what I that's what I think. I just don't think they're on the same plane as us anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Mm. That's kind of comforting though. It know. is. It is. And actually a lot of other people in the in the comments go on to talk about like their experiences. Like I said, I actually really loved uh reading this <laughs> the stories in this subreddit. I felt like the community was really like lovely and supportive. Uh-huh. I know that it was like a paranormal subreddit but i thought that everyone was pretty sweet um somebody asks that oncology nurse in your experience has anyone dying ever mentioned seeing their late pets i'm kind Mm. of hoping to see my dog coming to get me when i die Mm. and so folks talk about their experiences that they've had of seeing their pets come to them after their pets have died like feeling their cat who had died come up and sit in bed with them Mm. and snuggle up to them I guess it's kind of similar to the story I told about my friend's aunt um, with like the dude in bed with her. But I guess it's cuter when it's a cat. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> like a ghostly presence coming and snuggling up to you. All right. <laughs> it's definitely cuter when it's like It's a way cuter when it's a cat for sure. And not some creepy man. Yeah. Well, but I hope our pets are just like. I do too. If anyone deserves an afterlife, mm-hmm. animals. Absolutely. Not sure we do, but they do. All dogs go to heaven. Yeah, you know? literally. And cats and possums. 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 Do you love possums too? Dude, they're amazing. <gasps> they're so Thank docile you. and sweet. And they don't carry rabies. Oh my gosh. It is so hard to find a fellow possum lover out there. <laughs> a neighbor of mine actually has a uh, bumper sticker on their mm-hmm. car. That said, it's like red, white, and blue, and it has like an American flag on it, uh-huh. but where it would normally have a bald eagle, it has a possum, and it says, true patriots honk for North America's only marsupial. Oh. <laughs> and I need that bumper sticker. Yo, that's such a specific one. Immediately. I love it. <laughs> I, no, I really love possums. Yeah. Like, I wish I could have a possum as a pet. Yeah, they're yeah. so cute. Mm. Well, shout out to possums. Hey, it's not bugs this time. I know. I'm so proud of us. Oh my We're gosh. moving forward mm-hmm. onto bigger and bigger. We're things. evolving. Yeah. We went from bugs to mammals. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you wanna switch to another story? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have a good one. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Is it is it spooky? Is it funny? I wanna prepare myself. This one um is a bit jarring, I would say. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. 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 Let's right. go. Okay. Okay. So this one is also from Reddit and it's coming from ass. <laughs> Just ass. 
<laughs> this story is ass. <laughs> r slash. You got it. R slash scary stories. Scary stories. Yeah. It's from r slash scary stories. The unrest stopped. I was driving across country with my mom and sister when I was 16 and my sister was 20. It was late, but we were well rested still and alert. We were driving along an interstate and needed gas and a bathroom break, so we stopped at the only rest stop in 200 miles. There was a van full of teenagers on a road trip at the gas station, as well as a small gray car parked at the pump in front of us, with two young men standing still outside of it. When we got there, everything felt wrong. We'd been on the road for days and seen many rest stops at night and had never been afraid until then. My mom and sister went inside and I stayed in the car. I heard the teenagers say they were creeped out and couldn't get the pump to work, and they left in a hurry. I was watching the car in front of us, and the two men had not moved at all, not an inch. They weren't talking. They weren't on phones. They were just standing there, still as stone. My sister and mom came running back out to the car, and when they got in, the two men slowly turned to look at us, while not moving or pivoting the rest of their bodies. And I swear to fucking shit, we all saw the same thing. They had eyes dark as pitch and empty. Truly empty, not black, not reflecting any light at all, just a void. We sped out of there and we didn't stop until we were in the next city. The worst thing about the entire experience? We couldn't find the place on any map. We knew exactly which spot on the interstate to look and we couldn't find it on Google Maps or any paper map we had. We even asked locals about the creepy gas station out on that stretch of road and got only confused looks. We've traveled on that interstate since, and there is no rest stop. That's the kind of life-changing shit right Mm -hmm. there Mm -hmm. that just never lets you sleep at night again. Mm -hmm. Or, like, get out of your car or Mm -hmm. go anywhere or do anything. Yeah. Yeah. That's scary as fuck. It's like, and you know when we were talking about shared experiences? Mm -hmm. They all experience the same thing. You know, so it's not in one of their heads. Dude, that's the worst. Yeah. Like, with mine, like, I I almost wish I had been alone because then you can pretend it didn't happen, right? right. Yeah. But right. now you have to live with the knowledge that, like, it happened. Yeah. I saw it. You saw it. We saw it. This is a shared experience. This is a memory we all have. Exactly. And isn't it crazy that it's a place that they went to that doesn't actually exist? No. Like, it does not exist. That's some parallel universe shit again, Yeah, that's dude. what I'm talking about. Like, <sighs> they could have been stuck there. Yeah, you're so no. right. I didn't think about that. Yeah. <sighs> I hate it. I know. I hate awful. it. Oh my gosh. That's no, awful. absolutely not. And this is the kind of story that you honestly cannot believe it until you've experienced it. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. So do I fully believe it? I don't know. I don't know, but like... Did you believe mine? I completely believed you okay. because I know you, right? Yeah. But like, that's just yeah crazy, you know? Bro. Yeah, no, I yeah. literally would never recover. I wouldn't, I would yeah. fully never recover. Like, it's the whole going to a place that doesn't exist for me. Exactly. Oh exactly. That's what I'm talking about. Like, no one can find this on the map. No one where, no one knows where this place is. Uh, what? That's insane. Okay. Moving on? Yeah. Okay. I'm glad it creeped you out, though. Moving on. Yeah, that one one did it. Yeah. That one really did it. I, like, can't even think about that too much, actually. (laughs) Ah. 
Okay. Okay, so uh, we're going to talk a little bit about squirrels right now. <laughs> another mammal. Yeah, another mammal. <laughs> we're in mammal mode today. Um, so this is coming from r slash what is this bone? I don't know if you've like interacted with any animal or plant identification subreddits yet. Nar. Okay, Fatima is pretty new to Reddit for those listening, so we're slowly slowly indoctrinating her into the reddit landscape um but there's a lot of identification subreddits like r slash what is this spider what is this reptile what is this plant what is this mushroom literally saves lives um so yeah but what is this bone is where people post like bones that they find asking essentially what animal it is or what bone on the animal it is Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of people in the community with just like a ton of knowledge. Okay. Um, so this one is called Squirrel brought this bone onto my patio and it looks a little too human to ignore. Mm. Any thoughts? Like the title says, a squirrel dragged this bone up onto my patio a few days ago and started chewing on the marrow. The squirrel is gone, but the bone is still here. And the more I look at it, the more human it looks. Should I report this, or does anyone think maybe this is from an animal? Uh, I'm going to put the picture of the bone in the YouTube video, but I will just show you. Wait, hold on. That's supposed to be a squirrel bone? No, no. A squirrel brought this bone onto this person's patio, so a squirrel carried this bone and was chewing on it. Yeah, that looks very human to me. But also, a question (laughs) I have and a question that all the commenters had is how big was that squirrel? (laughs) Yeah, wait, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. That's a big bone. Damn. Yeah. So someone says, quote, how big was that squirrel? Uh And OP said, um, it was quite a sight to behold. Actually, I've never seen a squirrel with a bone in my life, (laughs) let alone seeing one climb up my vertical patio post holding one. (laughs) There's been a lot of comments about the squirrel, so here it is. Oh, here we go. Oh! Yo, that's not a squirrel. That's... Yeah. I'm speechless again. Yeah. <laughs> the squirrel is, like, the size of, like, a small to medium house cat, I would say. It's also, like, almost completely black. Yeah, I noticed that. It's like a mutant. Yeah, it's not a normal squirrel, no. and it's just sitting there gnawing on just a whole bone. Oh, um, it's actually eating it. Yeah, it's eating it, it. Oh, my God. One of the comments said it might be, like, a pregnant mama squirrel who's having, like, a mineral deficiency. Aww. Which is, like, really sweet for a really but creepy that's... story. <laughs> She's trying her best. She's just trying to provide for her child, her yeah. unborn child. Um. So OP continues, okay, so we called our local non-emergency line and they sent an officer over. The officer took some pictures and he told us not to touch it. He's sending them to an investigation unit to verify the bone's origin. If it is human, he informed us that our property basically becomes a crime scene, so that sucks, but whatever. Edit number three. The officer ended up taking the bone in an evidence bag. He said they'll be in touch if the bone is human. The investigations people couldn't determine enough from the pictures. That's basically the end of it for now. Edit four. 
Our neighbors in the townhouses behind ours just informed us that there have been squirrels in their attics for the past three weeks. All of the attics are connected. This could be a potentially creepy revelation or just a weird coincidence. In any case, I haven't heard anything more from the officer, which is good news for me. I'll update if there are any more revelations. Man, what's in those attics for these <laughs> squirrels to be that size? Yeah, pretty wild. scary. Um, so, okay. now that we've sat with that story for just a second, yes. I will say r slash what is this bone like i said has an amazing community of really knowledgeable people Mm -hmm. so there were a lot of archaeologists coming into the comments and um apparently the consensus overall on reddit is that this is probably a turkey tibiotarsis so not human oh all right okay um some people said it looked like it could be a juvenile human uh femur but it wasn't quite right for a juvenile, mm-hmm. so it didn't match up because it would be too small for an adult human femur. Okay. Um, so that's good. Probably bird. And then it was kind of funny. People were going back and forth. Like someone said maybe an ostrich bone. And then there was an ostrich farmer in the chat <laughs> who was like, no, definitely not ostrich. I love this. I love this. <laughs> so probably turkey is the answer. It's like the whole gang is like coming together. <laughs> it was really cute. It was like really adorable. Um, but yeah, probably not ostrich. Okay. I uh, have a background in archaeology. So I was also looking at it like very closely and trying to figure it out. But I am nowhere near talented enough to figure this out from a picture. Um, so shout out to those folks who yeah. figured out like exactly probably the type of bird too. Dang. <laughs> They're so talented. Over a picture too. Yeah. Have you ever just, like, found a bone in the wild? I mean, um, my dog had this habit of just, like, ripping up animals. So I found skeletons of rats. I found half of a squirrel once that I had to, like, shovel up. The other half was gone. Probably ate it. Um, Just the bones? Like, just the skeleton? No, no, no. Oh. Yeah, it was cute. (laughs) Okay. Not me at like 12 years old shoveling up oh my God. squirrel remains. Wow, your 12th year was a tough one. It really was. <laughs> I got possessed. Oh my God. I had to clean up squirrel remains. Wow, prayers for 12 year old Tima. I know, she really went Pour through it. Pour out for her. She's okay. She's not traumatized or anything. <laughs> 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 That's an episode. A gremlin. Um. Yeah, I actually have found bones out in the wild, human bones. What? Out in the wild. Wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> okay, you know what? It's so crazy that we've been friends for so long. Yeah. But there's so much I don't know about I've you. I've been thinking about that. That's actually pretty yeah, wild. Same. It's I crazy. never knew you got possessed. Yeah. That's a fun time. <laughs> I don't talk about it often again. <laughs> okay, again. Oh my goodness, the candle moved again, y'all. I'm pretty sure it's just gravity, but... You can never be 100% sure. It was right when I said the word possessed. Yeah. So, um... It's like her own personal Ouija board. Don't say that. I'm Why so do you have sorry. to say that? I'm not really that sorry. Oh my sorry. gosh, let me adjust this. Okay, we're back. I put the candle away. Um, I think we're done communicating with Ghosty for yeah. tonight. We're good. Um, yeah. Thanks, girl, but we're good here. (laughs) Do you want to move on and tell me a story? 
Yeah. Okay. okay, I have a little spook spook for you. All right. Are there more rodents involved? Unfortunately, nor. Or oh, nor. Hey, everyone. Um, so it's the next day. Uh, we are wearing different clothing. Except for me. My pants are the same. I'm not changing. Sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, we wrapped up the recording last night. I went home. We were feeling really good about it. Yeah, I had a such a nice rest last night. Yeah. And then this morning, I opened up the audio tracks to start editing. Fatima's audio was just completely corrupted. And demonic. By, yeah. By corrupted, I mean demonic. Fully demonic. <laughs> um, so I'm going to put in the video here just a, a clip of that sounds like I'm just let us know what you think, because I'm fucking terrified. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm, I'm getting really tired right now. Oh, she didn't happened we're real scared yeah it was creepy i think um my little my little ghosty friend didn't like that i talked about her so she came back yeah this is her house now yeah um it is what it is (laughs) (laughs) uh yeah so we're just going to record um a couple more stories today Mm -hmm. we're fully anti-Halloween now no more candles no more spooky lights no more spooky clothes and makeup um but we are still gonna tell a couple more ghost stories now in broad daylight yes and hope for the best yeah (laughs) should we get started let's go for it all right okay so our next story comes from r slash paranormal encounters on reddit and it's called mortician here i need help I've been a mortician for over a decade and have never had any issues with anything paranormal. Around six months ago, a new girl started working at the funeral home. She and her family claim to be sensitive, do different divination rituals, and are psychic. She even admitted to me that she has done black magic to get back at an ex-boyfriend. So here's the deal. Like I said, nothing has ever happened to me regardless of the funeral homes I've worked in. I've been there alone all hours of the night nothing. So the past few months, weird things have started happening. My other coworker has had weird things happen at her home, like things randomly appearing, her son is sleepwalking and speaking to someone outside, or pictures are flying across the room. At the funeral home, we've heard whispering on multiple occasions and doors slamming. What does that sound? A car. I'm so spooked. Okay. (laughs) Okay. um, Now comes my turn. The other night, I'm embalming alone, and I thought I kept seeing someone standing out of the corner of my eye, but I kept telling myself it was my mind messing with me. Everything is locked, obviously, since I'm alone. So no more than five minutes after, I hear a massive slam against the metal bar on the door. It was so loud, I about had a heart attack. My main question here is what is y'all's opinion? Do you think it's someone I've helped over the years making themselves known? Or do you think it's more? Mm. 
I personally think the new girl has brought something with her. Her grandmother even told her she has an attachment. I'm terrified and really don't want to work alone. I'm afraid if it's more than just a spirit, cleansing will make it more upset and make things worse. Help. Oh, okay. What do you think? So this new girl is apparently more spiritually attached. Yeah, sounds like okay. it. She okay. claims that she's sensitive, right? So she's mm-hmm. like, clearly has a lot of interactions with spirits. Mm. Okay, that's interesting. Um, okay, well, my head kind of goes to this thought. I don't know if you're thinking about the same thing. Okay. But do you believe in the whole Matrix thing? Like the glitch in the Matrix? Yeah. (laughs) I didn't know about that one. That one kind of makes my head hurt, to be honest. Okay, well, same, same. I I don't have, like, a strong opinion on it yet, but I watch a lot of TikTok videos, you know. (laughs) And and, um, there have been people who claimed that they have broken out of the Matrix, and because of that, they're kind of on a different plane. And I'm wondering... If these people can have, like, a different connection to the other side that we can't. So, like, they've broken out of the Matrix and Mm -hmm. into, like, a different, like, spiritual realm or something? Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Or, or like, an in-between world. Yeah. You know, between our world and the spiritual realm or higher power or whatever. Interesting. Mm -hmm. I do always wonder about, like, why it is that some people see ghosts more than others, right? Mm -hmm. Like. How come some people are skeptics and for good reason because they literally never see anything? Yeah. And then other people are just constantly in tune, constantly talking to spirits. Mm -hmm. Not even just like, yeah, mediums are like the biggest example. Mm -hmm. But there are other people who are just constantly being haunted like us. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I really wonder why that is that some Mm -hmm. people experience ghosts and hauntings more than others. Um, Some of the comments kind of touch on this. so I'm going to read a few. So this comment says, Mm -hmm. I'm a medium. When people with such an ability walk into a room and spirits realize they're being seen or heard, activity goes wild. So I wonder if like the spirits are just waiting for somebody who can see them, who Mm -hmm. believes. And when that person comes, they're like, finally, it's our time to be heard. And they just go crazy. Whereas like maybe with skeptics or people who aren't as in tune, they don't even bother. Okay, but you were a skeptic, right? Maybe that was just a really powerful ghost. <laughs> okay, that's true. That's true. That's fair. But okay, still, like I've heard so many, so many stories of right. um, people who didn't believe in ghosts before. Yeah. And they had ghost experiences. Not all of these ghosts can be super powerful, yeah? That's true. There that's has true. to be, there has to be something. Yeah. I don't know. I just think about like, imagine if you're a ghost, right? Mm. And, like, when you first die mm. and you first realize you're a ghost, you're trying to contact people. Yeah. So you're, like, trying to, like, like in the movies, you're trying to, like, knock a candle over or yeah. fuck with someone's audio or, like, <laughs> do whatever to get noticed. Don't and make not, her angry. <laughs> sorry. Sorry, girl. Um, and you're not getting noticed, right? Mm. So eventually you're just going to be like, why bother, right? Why bother yeah. to try to contact people? Yeah. And then one day someone walks into the room. Yeah. And you feel that they can perceive you. Mm. And everyone's like, guys, 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 it's our time. Like, mm. let's talk to this person. She can hear me. Yeah, that's totally fair. Yeah. And I think, yeah, I think people, some people are more sensitive yeah. to ghosts, spirits, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> Do you think that you're sensitive at all? 
I mean, <laughs> I was possessed apparently. So true, uh, true. No, I don't. I don't think so. Yeah. I don't think so. I, I don't have these experiences often enough for mm-hmm. me to be like, yeah, I have a special connection to another realm or yeah. another life. Yeah. Like, do you ever walk into a room and like feel an energy? I do remember there was this one time uh, years ago when we were looking for our house, mm-hmm. like as a family. Um, we walked into this one house, and I immediately had this dreadful feeling. Yeah, it was awful. I was like, I need to get out of here. Yeah. I told my mom. I was so young. I was like twelve, and I told my mom, I'm like, I need to get out of here. Like right now, we need to go. And because of that, we didn't even put an offer on the house. Really? Yeah. Um, but that was the only time that I really felt that strongly about. Okay. Yeah. Dude, I didn't even. Uh, okay, I didn't even mention this to you, mm-hmm. but. I don't even want to say it because we're still in this house. I'm sorry. You, you're the one who has to live here, though, not me. But, like, last night, uh-huh, right, uh-huh. after going home, I mean, yeah. it was, like, 1 a.m. Uh-huh. When I went home after recording, uh-huh. when I parked my car, I have never run so fast to my house. Like, I parked my car, turned off the engine, and all of a sudden, I just felt so not alone is uh-huh. the best way to describe it. Like, genuinely... I was like, someone is watching me. Like, and maybe there was like a creepy stalker on the street. I don't know, but like, I felt like someone was watching me. So I booked it to my house. I ran so fast that I wear glasses. Right, right now I'm wearing contacts, <laughs> but I wear glasses. I left my glasses in the car. Oh no! And I was just like, fuck it, I'm not gonna see. Like, <laughs> I'm not going back. I was so scared. And then today, uh-huh. right when I was driving to your house, mm-hmm. I freaking missed your house i've driven here so many times we live like a block away oh my from each god other. this is bringing back that story where they like went to the gas station and yeah. it didn't exist yeah no i literally drove past your house and then i was like where am i going and i had to make a u-turn but i was like my what? body does not want to be here no stop it don't so. no 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 ghosty's a friend i think she was just offended okay. last night the way i talked about her or yeah. him we really don't know. We don't know them. We don't know what yeah. it is, them. Yeah. We have to do a cleansing after this, I think. Possibly. Um, anyway, <laughs> back to this story. Yeah, so I wonder, though, like, what this girl's intentions are, right? Because mm-hmm. this all started when this girl started working at the morgue. And so right. some of the comments touch on that, too. Someone says, my entire female ancestry were witches. I am sensitive and paranormal things are normal to myself and my children. The same thing happened to my unit when I worked nights at one of the biggest hospitals in the city. The nights I worked, activity went through the roof. Mm. Even the doctors were afraid to walk the halls alone. So maybe hiring a sensitive at a funeral home was not a good idea. Mm. But then again, what sensitive would want to work at a funeral home? That's way too much energy for me. I would be drained. Mm. And someone responds, exactly. My intuition suggests she had malevolent intentions in going there. Well, you know, that checks out because she did black magic on her boyfriend. Yeah, she did. And she did. I think anyone who is capable of doing black magic is not, doesn't have good intentions, you know? Yeah. I mean, yeah. if you're doing, whether or not, like, you all believe in magic, dark mm-hmm. or good. Yeah. Like, if someone believes in magic mm-hmm. and thinks that they are genuinely practicing mm-hmm evil upon someone else and like think that what they're doing could harm someone like that person is is not a good person it it really does boil down to intention at that point 
Say that again. It really does boil down to intention at that point. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't trust this girl. But, like, what should she do at this point? Like, can I, like, that door I, even be closed? Well, I have, I have no idea. You know, there's so much about spirituality that we just do not know, yeah. right? So it could be that she opened this door and she's the only one that can close it. But if she has malevolent intentions, is she really going to do that? Probably not. So. Yeah. I don't think she wants to. Um, I, think, I think the coworker's best bet is to reach out to someone who yeah. is experienced in this kind of stuff yeah. um, who can maybe help her. Yeah. I was going to say she should fire her. But I think there's probably like legal. Uh, yeah, you can't just hire someone. There. Like, what would you tell the lawyers? Like, yeah, she brought her. demons to me. Yeah, she haunted our morgue. Yeah, I don't think that would fly um, legally. No. <sighs> yeah, but I think a morgue is probably the worst place to have that door be open and not know how to close it. Yeah, there's just way too many souls. So and many people. Ah, not good. Not good. I also keep thinking about this glitch in the matrix that you mentioned. Like, mm. like I said, it makes me really uncomfortable to think about. Mm. But at the same time, it just occurred to me that I think I had a glitch in the matrix moment a couple weeks ago. Okay. And I don't think I processed it until right now. Mm. Let's hear it. Okay. <laughs> I was at work and we were just finishing a training. Mm-hmm. So I'm walking out of this conference room. And this wasn't where I normally work, right? This wasn't like in my normal office building, it was another building. Mm. Um, that's Spanish. It was another building that was separate from my office. So okay. I had been there, but a very long time ago. Okay. And and so we're walking out of the training. My coworkers and I are leaving. And a security guard stops me. Mm-hmm. And he says, hey, excuse me, you dropped something. And I turn around and he's holding an earring. And he's like, you dropped your earring. Okay. And I was like, what the fuck? Because it was my earring. But I had lost that earring like three months prior. Were you wearing earrings that day? I was. And they were? I was wearing both of them. So. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I had lost that <laughs> earring months prior. Okay. That's weird. It's really weird. Yeah. So I took the earring home and, you know, put it back onto my earring tree where its pair was. But, mm-hmm. like, I have not worn them since. That's very freaky. Wait, that's also interesting that, like, the security guard automatically assumed it was your earring. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. even if, okay, right, the only logical explanation is I mm-hmm. lost that earring three months ago in that exact spot. Yeah. But... How did it stay in that exact spot for three months without anyone seeing it? There's and no then way. And someone only sees it when I walk by and I'm with a group of five people and he taps on my oh, shoulder. Oh, that makes it even crazier yeah. that you were with other people. I was and, with other people. And okay, yeah, there's no way that a earring that you lost three months ago could still be there because they clean this place regularly, I'm guessing. Yeah? Yes, it was outside. The yeah. building that we were leaving okay. was, like, you had to walk outside. This is, like, oh. in a... I work in a museum, so this is, like, a public park. Okay, there's there's no way. So we're on this, like, garden path in yeah. this park. Why would my earrings still have been there three months no. later? And, I mean, everything had to fall in line for him to be like, oh, this is definitely your earring. Yeah. I know it's your earring. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe I've had a glitch in the matrix. Wait, hold on. Yeah. Hold on. Okay. Hold on. 
What oh if the security God. guard? <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, he picked it up from the ground. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Or, this is well, a, this is a huge. Pick it up. Okay. Actually. Okay. Hold on. What if he saw you three months ago drop that earring, and he didn't have time to get to you? So now when he finally saw you, he's like, hey, this is your earring. Like, that's, he remembered you. That's weird. Like, he just kept it in his pocket hoping I'd walk by. <laughs> we work in the same Okay, place. maybe he didn't have it in his pocket. Maybe he had it around his desk somewhere. And he saw you and he was like, oh my god, this is her earring. Let me give it to her. No. Because you didn't see him pick it up. No, I don't think so. The way the layout of the building is, there's no way. Really? Yeah, he was, like, definitely patrolling that area of the garden. Why don't you go ask him? Should I, I wanna, find him and I ask him? I want an him? update on this. Okay, okay, I want an update on this. I'll find out. Yeah. Because that's wild. It's a really... I, I literally have not processed this until right now. All right. Wish me luck, y'all. <laughs> hope I don't glitch out again. Um, do you have a story for me? Yeah, I do. Okay, let's do it. Okay, so this next segment is coming from Reddit, and it's from r slash paranormal. Little kids running around in the ICU when death comes. Like I've been saying in previous posts... Being part of the medical community has afforded me the chance to evaluate patterns in all stages of life of people, including patterns that we see at the end of life. Some of you that work in hospitals or have loved ones that work in hospitals or have been close to loved ones as they took their last breaths and transitioned to the great unknown may have heard of what I am about to describe. There's a particular phenomenon that occurs to people in those last moments, and I am talking about the appearance of kids running about around their deathbed or just outside of their room. I experience this with greater frequency whenever I work in the ICU unit, where people are very sick. What most patients describe is cheerful kids, running about around their beds in a playful manner, snickering around or just playing. Most patients usually respond calling the nurse and asking, who are these kids running around and where are their parents? And scaring the living bejesus out of them if they are new nurses. If they are experienced nurses, they know the time of the end is soon to come and they communicate promptly with us doctors to let us know to be ready. Literature often chalks this phenomenon up to lack of oxygen in the brain, or neurochemical changes in the process of death and dying. But the pattern is very recognizable, and the experience is very similar across all cultural backgrounds and ages. Almost all hospitals have a story about these kids, and if you are entering the field of medicine, nursing, or any other health-allied profession, you will certainly hear these stories. Wow. Mm. Wait, did it say that only the patients were seeing the kids or were the nurses and stuff seeing them as well? So for this particular story, yeah. only um, the patients would see it. But okay. while I was doom scrolling on Reddit, okay. <laughs> um, I found so many of these posts by nurses and doctors and other health professionals talking about this kind of phenomenon. And they would hear these kids. They would, not just kids though, like they would hear people or see people walking at night oh my god so yeah it's it's not just something that patients see wow okay that's yeah. really interesting mm -hmm. because the skeptic in me was wondering like because i know for example certain drugs like certain hallucinogens like mm -hmm. ayahuasca and san pedro mm. produce the same visions mm. in almost everyone who takes them like obviously with slight variations but for example, I think ayahuasca trips often start with like a humming sound, like almost like a helicopter or cicadas. And then you almost always see an anaconda at some point. Um, and then San Pedro, like 
many people report having visions of themselves turning into a jaguar, for example. So I was wondering if maybe there is some sort of like actual chemical change in the brain right before you die that causes people to have the same vision over and over. But that's super interesting that other people are seeing it. So that kind of eliminates that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's not just the patients um, that experience it, which is interesting. Wow. Okay. But I could also see that when you're close to death, you are not really on the same plane as everyone else. So maybe it's even more vivid to you, right? In between. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think that these kids are the ghosts or spirits of people from that person's life? No, I think they're people who have died in the hospital. Mm. So... A lot of these stories talk about um, high traffic areas where it's a lot of sick people and okay. people who, you know, a lot of people die in those areas. So ER, ICU, all of those kind of areas um, is where a lot of these like ghostly experiences happen. Yeah. So it's people who have lost their lives there. And also, I kind of want to point out like, <laughs> like the whole like happy kids and snickering and laughing about and just jumping around. I think that's so sweet, and it mm. kind of brings the thought to me of, like, the fact that kids might not know that they're dead, whereas yeah. older people do, you okay. know? so, like, they think they're still just playing. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, like, they're not necessarily trying to communicate the same way that adults would. Yeah. They're just, they're just living their lives, like, they're still alive. Oh, yeah, they don't know. Yeah. Okay, that's not the way <laughs> I had interpreted it. I guess whenever you see horror movies and mm-hmm. stuff, like, and you see little kids involved, mm-hmm. they're always creepy and demonic. Yeah, so that's So I was true. kind of that's imagining true. the, like, ring around no. the rosies. <laughs> like, he's dying, let's take him, kind of thing. <laughs> so i like your explanation better though that's way sweeter okay i mean okay first of all i haven't experienced this kind of thing right right just going off these posts yeah it's always about like happy kids okay you know and then i think about it i'm like when kids are actually dying in real life i wonder what they think of Mm. yeah because i don't know if they fully know what's happening and i don't know if they get to process it like adults do because yeah. adults can be like, oh, I'm dying. I'm really sad about it. But I wonder what kids think about when they're dying. Yeah, probably depends yeah. on like how much their, the adults in their lives have told mm-hmm. them about mm-hmm. death. Some adults are really matter of fact about talking about death. And then others are like, the dog's just on the farm playing with the chickens. Right. So that might have something to do with it. Right. Do you think if you had kids, mm-hmm. you would tell them about death? Or, like, how much would you go into it? I think I would hold off on that. Okay. Um, if one of their pets died, mm-hmm. which is probably the only reason that you would really bring that up. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know what I would do in that situation. I might be one of those people who would lie about it and then tell them later yeah because death is such a complicated topic and i'm not saying that kids can't think in complex ways because they definitely can Mm -hmm. but maybe i don't want them to think about that yeah at that age 
I think technically from a developmental standpoint, like mm-hmm. it is probably better for them to know mm-hmm. early on and like not in detail. Right. But just to know generally what death is. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like I can't imagine being the person to share that yeah. information. I actually saw an Instagram reel the other day. It was mm-hmm. so cute. It was of a little boy who was visited by a really cute little sparrow. Um, and he was like, that's my friend. Aww. And then the next day he goes outside and the sparrow is dead on the ground. Mm. And the little boy is like, oh, my friend came back. He's so cute. He's sleeping. Silly little guy. Like he was like, oh, he's so silly. I can't believe my friend is back. That makes my heart happy. And he kept saying stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And the mom was like, all right, buddy, like, let's go inside. And so many of the comments were, like, telling the mom, like, you're wrong for that. Like, you should have told him that the bird was dead instead of lying to him. And I was like, in theory, I get what you're saying. Mm. But this little boy literally just said, my buddy is back. That makes my heart happy. And you're going to tell him he's dead. Right. And then bring up the whole concept of death in that situation. In that moment. So the thing is, like, people have existential crises Mm -hmm. about death yeah you know um i don't want to even put that thought in my kid's head Mm. until they're old enough to analyze it more wholesomely (laughs) um i don't want them to have to worry about death and you know i don't ever want to get a question from my kid being like when do you think i'm gonna die (laughs) yeah i I can't i'm that will probably make me fall apart (laughs) yeah a hundred percent yeah Ooh. Anyways, <laughs> that was morbid. Just a little. <laughs> um, well, I love how you mimic like a British child. <laughs> just a little. Just a little. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I do British accents all the time, so I know. you'll probably hear more of them to come. <laughs> sorry, my deepest apologies if you're British. It is a bad accent at that. Mm. Um, yeah. <laughs> All of our accents on this podcast are going to be awful. Oh, terrible. <laughs> Including my own, just regular. Like, yeah. it's, no, it's no good. None of it. None yeah. of it's good. Like, what is this accent? I don't even think it's American. So. It's terrible. Um, well, let me bring us home with right. one last story. I'm ready for it. This one's pretty funny. Uh, okay. So we're going to lighten the mood a little I bit. I better laugh them. Yeah, it's pretty funny. I read it three years ago when it came out, and okay. I have not stopped thinking about it since. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is from r slash legal advice on Reddit, and it's called, I accidentally created an army of crow bodyguards. <laughs> Am I liable if my murder attempts murder? To make a long story short, I am a late 20-something living in city. I had a pretty intense emo slash goth phase as a tween that I thought I had grown out of. Same. A couple months ago, I was watching a nature program on our local station about crows. The program mentioned that if you feed them and befriend them, crows will bring you small gifts. My emo phase came back full force, and I figured that I was furloughed and had lots of time, so why not make some crow friends? My plan worked a little too well. And the resident five crows in my neighborhood have turned into an army 15 strong. (laughs) At first, my neighbors didn't mind and enjoyed it. They're mostly elderly and most were in a bird watching club anyway. They thought the fact that I had a clip. 
They thought the fact that I had crows following me around wherever I go outside was funny. Lately, the crows have started defending me. My neighbor came over for a socially distanced chat, me on my porch, her in my yard, and the crows started dive-bombing her. They would not (laughs) stop until she left my yard. They didn't make physical contact with her, but they got very close. Mm. Am I liable if these crows injure someone since I fed them? I obviously can't control the crows. I would rather them not attack my neighbors. But since I technically created this nuisance, would I be financially on the hook for any injuries? To be, to be clear, they're not aggressive 100% of the time. If just the neighbors are out, they're friendly normal crows. Mm. They only get aggressive when someone gets close to me or my property. Wow. She's so lucky. So So lucky. lucky. The literal dream. She has a gang of crows that protect her? Can you imagine for one second, like, going outside, like, leaving your house and just putting out your arms, and all the crows just, like... Yeah. land on your arms and you're like yes incredible don't look at me don't speak to me speak to my crows yeah ask my crows for any questions yeah Are you who kidding? wouldn't want that if you don't want that you need to go somewhere <laughs> go somewhere just <laughs> fucking get out of here I don't know if y'all believe in hell. I mean, I was going to say that, but. <laughs> Anyways. No, but dude, ah, the dream. Crows are the best birds, mm. period. So smart. I feel like you just, you're going to start spitballing so many facts about crows right now, and I'm here for it. So go for it. Are you Tell sure? Me, you I, know. Can, I can reel it in. No, no, no. I, I have the feeling, you know, I have the, the tingly M nose knowledge stuff <laughs> no. feeling. So come on. No, I, I won't say much, but they're like the only animals other than primates, I believe, and maybe like octopuses who can mm-hmm. use complex tools. Oh, okay. Like, for example, they'll use a stick to, mm-hmm. like, grab something out of a hole. That's, like, pretty normal. Mm-hmm. But what they can also do is they can attach a stick to another stick to make a longer stick. They're also aware of, like... Like, how certain... would they do that? They've done it in a lab, right? Okay. I don't know if it's been done in the wild, but in a lab, like, okay. researchers will give them, like, sticks where, like, one fits into the other, kind of, so, like, like, critical thinking. They have yeah, critical thinking. Yeah, exactly. Okay. And they'll okay. know, like, oh, I need to use this. Or they'll, they're like, I need to use the one with the hook attachment. To get this peanut out. They're super smart. They can speak. Yeah. I can can barely do that. (laughs) (laughs) Damn, these crows went up being me already. (laughs) I feel you. I feel you. Um, But yeah, they can talk. Mm -hmm. They're so cool. And honestly, the fact that they're dive bombing your neighbors. I'm sorry if you like your neighbors. Mm -hmm. I guess that's rough. But like, maybe... If there's a way to train them so they can dive bomb people that you don't like. Exactly. <laughs> oh my god, it's like a two for one deal. Yeah. <laughs> so cool. Crows also have generational knowledge. Yeah? So like, if you're nice to a crow, not one time, but like mm-hmm. repeatedly befriend a crow, mm-hmm. that crow will tell its family, its offspring, and scientists, I don't think are sure how they're telling each other, but somehow they're communicating mm-hmm. that like, this person is a friend. And then the entire crow family might start bringing you gifts. Dang. Yeah. Similarly, never be mean to a crow. 
Yeah. Ever. Because then you will have, again, not just one crow who hates you, Mm -hmm. but their whole family for generations. I love that. Yeah. (laughs) It's pretty great. I think there was a study done Mm -hmm. where scientists um, wore a mask. Mm -hmm. And were really mean to crows while wearing that mask. And every time they went outside wearing that mask, the crows would scream at them and, like, dive bomb them and stuff. Uh Um, And then they stopped wearing the mask. Mm -hmm. And then a year later, after much time had passed Uh and it wasn't even the same crows who were around, they put the mask back on. Mm -hmm. And those crows, even though those weren't the original crows, start screaming, dive bombing them. So the crows knew Mm. that, like, masked person is enemy. Wait, but that seems like a a confounding variable to me. Mm -hmm. Because what if they just really hated the mask? Like, (laughs) (laughs) okay, you know what I would want to see? I would want to see a person. Yeah. Like, in their natural form. Okay, a scientist in their natural form. um, Just annoying these crows. And then coming back a year later and not doing anything. And seeing how they're treated by these crows. Yeah. Okay, okay. I mean, yeah, it would suck if these crows, like, really hated that person. And, like, they could never go outside. Yeah, because <laughs> they would just get attacked and shit on. But, but you know, it. it's a scientist's job yeah. to sacrifice. For the greater good. Exactly. Donating so, themselves. That's what I'm saying. The sign. mask is a cop-out. The yeah. mask is a cop-out. Let's be real. That's fair. Yeah. Do you think that we're, like, equally ugly, though, to a crow, whether we're wearing a mask or not? Like, maybe the mask is an improvement on our attractiveness. Oh, my God. You're so right. Okay, so this needs to be done with about five people of varying attractiveness. (laughs) (laughs) Is is what I'm thinking. (laughs) Send the three out. Dive bomb, dive bomb. All right, try the eight. (laughs) Yeah. That's the one. That's the you know, one. it's gonna be a really detailed. Maybe we should do it. Maybe we should. Do maybe this. we should pitch it. I don't to actual know what scientists. number. I am. <laughs> no, not <laughs> us. Pitch the idea. I don't want to be hated by crows. You're like send the two out, Emily. Get out there. <laughs> now send the ten out, Tima. Mm. Go out there. <laughs> okay. Damn. Um, okay. <laughs> no, but like. Yeah, I think that would be the only way to really tell because I, yeah. I'm i not buying the whole mask situation. That's interesting. That's interesting. That yeah. certainly would be sacrificing yourself in science, <laughs> yeah. though, because you would never be able to go outside again. Yeah, it is what it They're is. They're everywhere. Though. Again, it is what it is. Maybe they can win a Nobel Peace Prize for yeah. it. <laughs> to make up for the crows hating you. For their crow science. Yeah, yeah maybe. All right, if mm-hmm. anyone wants to do this experiment... Let us know. I think yeah. we're taking applicants. Yeah, we'll set it up. I, I have a degree in biology, so we can... You do, do huh? I do have that. But yeah. yeah. I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, everyone has. <laughs> That's yeah, not good. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> um, on that note... Yeah. <laughs> Uh, should we ride our murderer crows on out of here? Yeah, we gonna fly away. Let's do it. Kaka, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, thanks y'all for joining us on our Halloween episode. Yeah, I hope you enjoyed it just as much as we did. Yeah, we had a lot of fun, even though we got haunted live on camera in 1080p. Yeah. <laughs> By my angry ghostly friend. <laughs> Sorry, girl. Again, we mean no harm. Um, but yeah, have a safe Halloween weekend. Stay spooky. 
And don't let the bed bugs bite. Don't let the bed bugs bite. Bye, Bye. y'all. Fuck, I said bugs. (laughs) No, you didn't. I did. (laughs)